Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer fans. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing, man? I do it. I'm, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier, man. Yeah, what's going on, man? But what's going on? Liverpool finally won. They they made me wait oh. since 2005. I've been waiting for another trophy. They finally win. I, I forgot about that. You know what? Though I, I am. Yeah, right. You can keep. That's, you probably mad happy too. We did you a solid. You know what? Our team lost in a in a uh, Europa um, Cup final against Chelsea, but. I'm pretty sure you you happy with that result as long as Tottenham doesn't win anything. This is true, and that's that's the biggest point here. But <laughs> I'm also like I'm a big I'm a big fan of justice when it comes to to soccer and life in general. I believe that the best team should win. And Bro, that doesn't happen, man. <laughs> I know, I know. How, and th- this brings me way back. The the reason I thought of this this whole. Um, this whole mindset was back in 2012 when Chelsea beat Barcelona um, in the Champions League semifinal. I told all my friends, I'm like, this is an injustice. Like, this was not supposed to happen. Mm. And although this wasn't the same level, I believe that this, this Liverpool team was so good that they deserve some sort of trophy oh, to recognize their accomplishments this season. So I'm glad that they, they, they won something. So you're holding on fine. You're doing well. With, I'm with, doing okay. I'm okay. doing okay. All right. We're, we're, <laughs> good. Sure. we're good. My co-host got to be good, man. <laughs> but today, today is a big episode for us because um, today is me and Berg's last episode on the Fantasy Doctor Soccer Podcast. Um, we kind of move in a different direction with another project we're working on, but um, we wanted to make sure we get in one last episode to kind of say bye to you all, you know, give you some some good memories of us, and we, we really do hope that you enjoyed this ride with us. Yeah, and we wanted to wrap up the season with, you know, the, some of the most impactful injury throughout the year. Yeah, so let's get right into it. I mean, this is coming right off of the, uh, the uh, Champions League final, but right, for, for what we're going to do today, we're going to run through what we thought were the most impactful injuries of the year. Um, we're going to start right off with Harry Kane, Um, Mm -hmm. sprained his ankle multiple times this year and it it really showed yesterday right Berg how how ankle sprains they're not they're not as easy to fix as most people think especially with Harry Kane because he had he had had multiple bouts of ankle injury and um, you know it's I wouldn't say in terms of you know rehabilitation because he had some sort of ligament issue too on with, with his ankle um, but when you have multiple bout of ankle injury, you know, it's not your ankle is not the same. It's got, you got to take a while to got to go to the strength and conditioning process to rehabilitate your ankle as much as possible. I think I, I speculate and yeah, I have no evidence today, but I keep speculating that what happened with Harry Kane every time, you know, his ankles feeling better, you know, the, you know he, he wants to come back. 
you know, you, you can pay millions to play and you're one of the, you're the best striker in the team. At that point, before um, Lucas Morris, Lucas Moore showed us what he was capable of um, against, um, <clears throat> against Ajax. You know, when, when Harry Kane ankle at 70% might be better than, you know, the rest of the strikers on the bench. So you, you're going to keep playing. You can, the coach needs you. You got to be able to come on. Yep. And you know what? It's not even that he's, he truly in his mind believes he is a hundred percent fit, even though yeah. he, he might not be. And I have a quote from him. Um, this was a quote from him about three days before the champions league final. He said, if the final was tomorrow, I'd be fit to play. I'm back with the team and there have been no problems. I've been in full training doing everything. So I mean, when he was saying that, and I heard the audio of him saying that as well, he seems confident when he was saying that. Um, but it clearly impacted the game yesterday. I thought that um, Tottenham's front three, they were kind of stagnant, you know? There wasn't very much fluidity. And you compare that to how they've been playing with Lucas up front, or even with uh, Fernando Lorente coming in and scoring a few uh, goals because of his size. I thought they just were lacking that fluid and. In my opinion, if you're not fit to play 120 minutes in a game, you shouldn't be starting because it is a final. And you have to assume if you're starting, you're going to play that long. Here's the thing I learned from Nukos or Durka course this weekend. You know, when it comes to, like, coming back into playing, like, full 90 minutes, you know, uh, sometimes the players, you know, you might be physically fit, but mentally you might not be fit to play. And, you know, sometimes it's like, sometimes, you know, the, 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 the coaches, the, the, the strength coaches, the people that are doing the rehabilitation, they might tell the coach, okay, he's 100% fit, but mentally we don't think he's there yet. You know, it, it, you know we, 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 we don't think it's, you know, Harry Kane, you know, 100% fit, but mentally not there yet. Might be better than, you know, what – the performance of, you know, the striker in the bench would be. So, Potentino, I, I hope I'm pronouncing his name, he had to make, he had, he had to make a, a, a tough call. You know, decided to bring him home, bring him, bring him on the pitch to play. And, you know, I don't think Harry Kane was, you know, he, he was 100% fit, but mentally he, was, he wasn't there. And he, you, you could see that by the movement, uh, his movement throughout the game. And honestly, I would have start. I would have um, started um, more instead, instead of him, and then bring Hurricane towards the last minute. Yep, yep. But then again, I, I don't get paid millions of dollars to make the decision. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Let's move on from Harry Kane. Moving over to uh, Manchester City. Kevin De Bruyne was suffering all sorts of injuries this year, and but me and Berg before the pod were talking about how like. There's been so many that we can't even keep track. So yeah. we're not going to go over each one in particular. But I believe, Bert, we kind of came to the same conclusion that, uh, honestly, I didn't even notice he was injured most of the time yeah. because City were just so damn good without him. Yeah, we got, we, got, we got to congratulate City, give City its flowers because they did a tremendous job this year winning the, the Premier League. Like, you know, they, they had some tough adversity. Man, Liverpool was – toe-to-toe trying to win it and you know they they made it work on the last day and congratulations to them and it, it's one other thing again that that makes you win a championship is you know the squad death players availability and it, they had so many players 
in the bench and so many players available. Like Kevin DeBron absence was not noticed at all. At least, not, at least not to, to me. You know, I didn't you know, notice him. I, I really didn't notice him either. But what's even more impressive was these players that they were bringing off the bench that were kind of just filling in as subs or rotation players, they were all so fit too. And you really got to credit the the strength coaches of not only Manchester City, but it really showed in the Champions League, Tottenham and Liverpool. Those teams are fit. Yeah, yeah. From from the starting eleven to the, the the reserves, they're all so fit, and they were running all over the place. And I was kind of thinking in my mind that okay, if Manchester City they made it to the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the Champions League. Liverpool, same thing, all the way up to the final. It's going to take a toll, you know, playing twice a week from essentially from August, September, all the way up until June. And this is coming off of a World Cup too. But, I mean, they proved me wrong. The way they were running all over the pitch really, really, really impressed me. Yeah, it's, it's not a matter of, um, you know, how much running you do. It's, you know, how much your body can tolerate. And those guys, they did a tremendous job getting their body ready for the, the, the brutal season that they had. And I could say that you could tell towards the. I know we kind of transition a little bit from Kevin De Bruyne talking about the, the the Champions League final, but you could see, like, you could see how tired they were because it wasn't the most, you know, like glamorous game to watch. But you could tell like those guys were done. Like they're like, okay, this is the last game. Like this is the last bout of energy that we have. Like they were done. Yep, yep, for real, for real. But, you know, going back to Kevin De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne had multiple bouts of injury, knee injury, a, a multiple spell of hamstring injury. I mean, he just couldn't keep it together this season. Nope. So uh, I'm hoping, you know, he spent the, 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 this offseason, you know, just getting his body right so that he can come back. Because if you spend the whole offseason and preseason, you're not able to get – um you know, you, you're not able to get to how you were before. This is another thing, too. Once you have all those injuries, man, you might not come back the same player you were, especially spending almost, I would say, like, how many, like, uh, many months without playing. That yeah. takes a toll on, you know, your, 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 you know, your, your level, your, your level of playing. And not only that, you got a bunch of hungry guys on the bench ready to take your spot. So it might be, you know, I know the kind of player he is, but, you know, he might have to compete for his spot next year. Yeah, and the player that, that took his his spot in the starting 11, Bernardo Silva, I believe he was voted player of the season by the Manchester City players. Wow. Um, so it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough, him coming back. And he, he's going to have to be fit, real fit coming into the start of next season. Otherwise, it's it's easy to get – Especially at Manchester City, it's easy for you to kind of drop in the pecking order. Listen, if 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 if, if Mares is is eating the bench, and you know Mares is a great player, I mean, anyone can get the boot, man. Yep, yep, yep. Let's go over to uh, let's go over to France. The Prince, or uh, Neymar, giving us con. <laughs> it's funny that content we started the this whole year, this whole podcast, me and you, Berg. We, I think we probably taught, uh, talked about Neymar on at least half the episodes. Listen, we, 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 we give Neymar way too much promotion. But, hey, man, he's worth to talk about, man. He's, he had some injuries, 
some con- recent controversy happening, you know, as of late. You know, him fighting the fans, him recovering from injury. Yep. Now there's rumors that he's, he's going back to Barcelona. Apparently he has a uh, WhatsApp chat with him, Suarez, and Messi. And they talk <laughs> every day. So, uh, But this year, again, repeating his injury from last year, refractured his fifth metatarsal. Um, and he was out for probably the most important chunk of the season from yeah, about. He missed, yeah, to me, he missed the whole season. Like, he came back, like, when they had, like, three or two game left. But by that time, PSG had already won the, 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 the championship, right? It's the league. Yeah. So, at this point, it was just getting him, play, having him play was just to get him back into his groove again. Yeah, but he, he missed the, the knockout stages of the Champions League, and that's the whole reason. It, it it's like a billion-dollar project plus no. at PSG, and he wasn't there for the Champions League knockout stages. And I don't know if you heard, but he's going to be suspended for the first three matches. Oh yeah, the because um, he insulted, he insulted the, the the ref after um, PSG lost that game to Manchester United. Yeah, I think I, that's I why. Think yeah, that's, that's what some, happened. Some pretty nasty things. Um, I mean, pretty nasty thing. Like, uh, come on, you can't. I, that's not that's that's PSG's fault. It's not the ref's fault. True. You can't true. tell me like you winning by like I think they were up by two or three, mm. and then you let Man United, a team that's I would say it was broken at the time, still trying to find their identity. Yep. And you let that team beat you. Come on, man. This is hey. true. He probably was pissed off too because he he knows that if he was there, like it, it would have been a different outcome. Yep. Um, going over to Spain, Samuel Amtiti, this spaniscus problem has been bothering him the entire year. It's still bothering him. Yeah. And it kind of all started at the World Cup where he, he kind of felt uh, a small knock in his knee and he played through the pain. And when he got back to Barcelona, they were like, okay, let's manage it conservatively. Let's not do the surgery. Um, and there was a big controversy between him and the club saying, like, I want to do the surgery versus I don't want to do the surgery. Um, at one point, they flew him out to Qatar. He stayed there for about a month doing rehab over there. But um, I think there's still the word is still out if he's going to do the surgery or not. But now I, it's looking like he's just going to leave the club altogether. Oh. Yeah. Really? So they're, they're thinking about what I've been reading. This is just Twitter rumors, guys. This is anything. Um, legitimate, but I've been reading that the plan is to bring in um, Delit from Ajax, from and Ajax. then they're gonna have to sell somebody. So, um, TT is the one that's gonna get the cut. Yeah, like send send them to Man United. Like they they, they need a guy. Yeah, they need yeah. a guy bad. I or Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, they got in the back. Oh, yeah. They need they need to rebuild their their squad too. Yeah, yeah. From from the the top to the bottom complete rebuild at arsenal is needed yeah but especially in the bat (laughs) it's very unfortunate for him tt man like coming from uh such a high from the world cup and then uh going back to the club and having to like uh, manage this this injury conservatively and then i was reading an article and he was saying that you know there's many things you know there's he, he he had to undergo like 
comprehensive rehabilitation because, um, you know, he's, he had mad muscle imbalance. Yeah. A lot of muscle imbalance. And he just, it just shows you just, um, you know, how far you can get into, um, you know, elite level sports, even though you're not, you know, quote unquote, like have the best, you know, muscle composition or whatever. For real. I'm always amazed by just how much athletes can accomplish. And what they have. Speaking of, uh, we, we talked about Arsenal a little bit. Hector Bellerin, ACL tear. This was way back um, earlier in the season. But, I mean, man, you know what? And I remember, because we talked about this injury on the pod, and looking back, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I see why. I see how this happened. He's their only right back. Yep, always and playing. He's playing in a in a three five two, where he is the sole player responsible for the entire right side of the pitch, because their strikers are kind of playing more centrally. Um, Wait, um, they, they, their formation was a three five two. Yeah, at the time it was a three five two. Three five two. So where was he? Was he in a back three? No, no, he was a wing back. Wing back. Oh, he was. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, so he was. He was doing a lot of running. A lot of running. Oh, a done. lot of games. A lot of games on Thursdays too with the Europa League going into the weekend. Um, essentially no rotation for him because he was the only right back at the time. But man, it's really sad to see him go down like that. And I hope he can come back with his speed, with his pace, because. If he doesn't have that coming back, I don't see him being much of a quality defender because that really wasn't his specialty. Yeah, his speed. But in, in fun fact, though, um, from 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 the course, I learned that you know, like while you know, a lot of people think you know, like ninety-one percent people think they're gonna come back, expect to come back from ACL injury, like full, like no problem. Um, eighty-one percent actually go back to you know their prior level 81 percent actually make it back to to their sport mm. and then using that 81 percent only 15 51 percent go back to their prior level of i guess performance mm. yeah and it's it's easy to see only that because one percent yeah like look at even theo walcott he oh, tore yeah. his ACL, and man, it's it's kind of been an uphill battle for him since then. Because he, same. like deal with like uh, Bellerin, relied so much on his pace. It just hasn't been the same for him. But also, Bellerin is not what I call a technical player, too. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just like Theo Wellcourt, like he, he he uses the speed a lot. So I don't know if that's gonna affect. But in terms of like convent, like the research says, only fifty one percent go back to that to um their prior level of performance. So you'll see it. But a, a great example of that um is Torres, Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres was like a beast, yeah, at, in Liverpool, at Liverpool. Oh my goodness, the guy was he was god of football. Had this injury, I don't remember what injury it was, but he had a major injury. Came back, and he was a shadow of himself. Still able to compete at a high level, but not the same player. No, not the same at all, man. Not the same at all. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of all we have for you guys today. We just wanted to keep it short. A uh, few injuries that we wanted to just highlight, share our insight on. Um, 
So thank you for listening. And also thank you to Dr. Parekh and um, Jeff Spina, who are kind of the, the people behind the scenes when it comes to this podcast. And it's, it's definitely been an enjoyable experience, you know, getting to learn more about injuries from not only for me and Berg, but they have podcasts for NBA, NFL, um, and they're surgeons as well, too. So it's definitely interesting to hear their perspective on things as well. So um, thank you to those two. Thank you to all of our listeners. And thank you, Berg. It's, it's been a good ride. Yeah, it's been, it's been a year, a year and some change, man. You know, I had fun coming here and just talk about talk about the game, shit on a couple of, on a couple of players, you know. It's just regular things that I do a lot. So, you know, just coming on a, having a platform to do this is, is I'm definitely grateful. And if you guys want to still keep contact with us, um, if you want, you know, you, you, you can find us. You know, you know how handles by now. Just feel free to message us if you have any question. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you some other time. All right. Peace, guys.